Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memor Avram Goldhai and today Moseches Beya Daf Ramadal the fourth parak Hamevi. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three times we're going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah states Mevin Eitzim Minasadu Umina Mechunas. We may bring wood from a field from that which had been gathered into a pile before Yandiv Umina Karpaf a field Umina Mefuzar and from an enclosure one may use even from what is scattered. Rashi explains that by gathering the wood before Yantiv, the owner has demonstrated his intention of using it, thereby removing its status, as Muks Rava said, leaves of reeds or leaves of vines, even if they are gathered and lying on the ground before Yantiv, since they would scatter if a wind would blow, they are considered scattered already and are prohibited. Rashi explains that even if a wind doesn't scatter them, they're prohibited. Since the owner thought they would get scattered by the wind, he didn't plan on using them. Rava continues that if one placed a kli on the leaves the day before Yantiv, so that they would not blow away, the leaves are not muksa. Pointing to the next Mishnah taught that one may chop wood from a beam that broke before Yantiv. However, in Mavakin Lubakardim, Vlubamaga, Vlubamagera, Elbakofits. One may not chop using an axe or a sickle or a saw, but only with the butcher's cleaver. Rush explains that the axe, sickle, and saw are artisans' utensils, and someone using them would appear to be performing malacha with them. Rush explains that a cardom is a cutting tool used by artisans to fashion saddles and utensils. These were often made with two cutting blades, a narrow pointy blade and a wide one. Rav Chinir Bar Shalemi has said in the name of Rav in regard to a cardom, The prohibition was taught only about using the wide edge of the axe blade, but using its narrow edge is permitted. When the Gemara asks that this is obvious, given that the Mishnah permitted chopping with the butcher's cleaver, it answers that one might have thought that the Mishnah's leniency only applies to a butcher's cleaver that has no wide blade, a valkardum vakopis, but in the case of a single tool, which has both an axe blade and a cleaver blade, I would say that since the side of the wide blade is prohibited, the other side with a narrow blade is also prohibited. Rebbechina is coming to inform us that the narrow side of the tool is permitted. And pointing me through the next Mishnah states, Baishuv Mali Peres Vinivchas. If a room filled with produce was sealed before Yantav, but on Yantav it became breached, one may take produce from the place of the breach. Rabbi one may even breach the wall initially and take the produce. The word questions Rabbi Meir's leniency and asks, why is it permitted to breach the wall? But he's demolishing a wall. Rabbi Meir's said in the name of Shmuel, the mission refers to a room whose wall consists of a pile of bricks. Rush explains that the bricks were stacked but not cemented together. Rabbi Meir permits the demolition of such a wall. The Gemara points out that it should still be problematic since these bricks are muksa as they were set aside for construction. Rabbi Zera answered that Rabbi Meir permits moving them on Yantav but not on Shabbos. Rush explains that Rabbi Meir permits moving the muksa bricks because it's being done for the purpose of a simchas Yantav. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, We may bring wood from a field from that which had been gathered into a pile before Yantav, and from an enclosure, one may use even what is scattered. Rush explains that by gathering the wood before Yantav, the owner has demonstrated his intention of using it, thereby removing its status of Rav has said, leaves of reeds or leaves of vines, even if they are gathered and lying on the ground before Yantiv, since they would scatter if a wind would blow, they are considered scattered already and are prohibited. Rush explains that even if a wind does not scatter them, they are prohibited. Since the owner thought they would get scattered by the wind, he didn't plan on using them. Rav continues that if one placed a kli on the leaves the day before Yantiv, so they would not blow away, the leaves are not muksa. Point number two, the next mission taught that one may chop wood from a beam 
that broke before Yantav. However, in Ravakin Lobakardom, Lobamago, Lobamagere, Elbakopis. One may not chop using an axe or a sickle or a saw, but only with a butcher's cleaver. Rush explains that the axe, sickle, and saw are artisans' utensils, and someone using them would appear to be performing malacha with him. Rush explains that a cardom is a cutting tool used by artisans to fashion saddles and utensils. These were often made with two cutting blades, a narrow pointy blade, and a wide one. Rav Chinid Bar Shalom said in him, Rav, in regard to a cardom, The prohibition was taught only about using the wide edge of the axe blade, but using its narrow edge is permitted. When the Gemara asks that this is obvious, given that the mission permitted chopping with a butcher's cleaver, it answers that one might have thought the mission's leniency applies only to a butcher's cleaver that has no wide blade of a cardam of but in the case of a single tool, which has both an axe blade and a cleaver blade, I would say that since the side with the wide blade is prohibited, the other side with a narrow blade is also prohibited. Ravchinan is coming to inform us that the narrow side of the tool is permitted. And pointing me through the next mission states, Abayishu Mali Peros Benifchas, if a room filled with produce was sealed before Yantav, but on Yantav it became breached, one may take produce from the place of the breach. One may even breach the wall initially and take the produce. The more questions of Mir's leniency and asks why is it permitted to breach the wall? But he's demolishing a wall. From the Chumi Bar Adis said in the name of Shmuel, the mission refers to a room whose walls consist of a pile of bricks. Rush explains that the bricks were stacked but not cemented together. Rimer permits the demolition of such a wall. The Gemara points out that it should still be problematic since these bricks are muksa, as they were set aside for construction. Rabbi Zera answered that Rimer permits moving them on Yantiv, but not on Shabbos. Rush explains that Rimer permits moving the muksa bricks because it's being done for the purpose of Simchas Yantiv. All right, so now we go to Simchat Lamanov, and our standard simon is related to the word law. We use a judge, a judge. So here goes. The retired judge who grew frustrated when the wind blew his pile of leaves into his face on Yantiv, just as he was about to chop wood with the narrow blade of his axe, decided to breach the wall made from a pile of bricks and snack on his sealed-off produce. Once again, in slow motion. The retired judge, judge, that must be learned off Lamanov, the law. The retired judge who grew frustrated when the wind blew his pile of leaves into his face on Yantiv, which reminds us we may bring wood from a field from that which has been gathered into a pile before Yantiv, umina karpav, a field, umina mafuzer, and from an enclosure one may use even from what is scattered. Ravis said when it comes to leaves of reeves or leaves of vines, even if they are gathered and lying on the ground before Yantiv, since they would scatter if wind would blow, they're considered kmufuzarim, they're considered scattered already and are prohibited. Or she explains that even if a wind doesn't scatter them, they are prohibited. Since the owner thought they would get scattered by the wind, he didn't plan on using them. Rabbi continues, if one place a clean on the leaves the day before Yantiv, so they would not blow away, the leaves are not muksa. So the retired judge who grew frustrated when the wind blew his pile of leaves into his face on Yantiv, just as he was about to chop wood with the narrow blade of his axe, which reminds us that the next mission taught that one may chop wood from a beam that broke before Yantiv. However, one may not chop using a cardam, an axe, or a sickle, or a saw, but only with a butcher's cleaver. Rav Chinin of Shalemia said in the name of Rav in regard to the cardam, the axe, the prohibition was taught only by using the wide edge of the axe blade, but using its narrow edge is permitted. One might have thought the Mishnah's leniency applies only to a butcher's cleaver that has no wide blade, but in the case of a single tool which has both an axe blade and a cleaver blade, I would say that since the side with the wide blade is prohibited, the other side with the narrow blade is also prohibited. Ravchina is coming to inform us that the narrow side of the tool is permitted. So the retired judge who grew frustrated when the wind blew his pile of leaves into his face on Yantiv, 
just as he was about to chop wood with the narrow blade of his axe, decided to breach the wall made from a pile of bricks and snack on his sealed-off produce. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Baishu Mali Peros Benifkas, a room filled with produce, was sealed before Yantav, but on Yantav became breached. Note, Mamakam Abchas, one may take produce from the place of the breach, but Remer says, Apochas Vilchachil Benota, one may even breach the wall initially and take the produce. But Nechumi Barada said in the name of Rav that the mission refers to a room whose wall consists of a pile of bricks. Rashi explains that the bricks were stacked, but not cemented together. Remer permits the demolition of such a wall, even though these bricks are muksa, as they were set aside for construction. Remer permits moving the muksa bricks because it's being done for the purpose of Simchas Yantiv. So once again, the retired judge who grew frustrated when the wind blew his pile of leaves into his face on Yantiv, just as he was about to chop wood with a narrow blade of his axe, decided to breach the wall made from a pile of bricks and snack on his sealed-off produce. All right, that concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.